Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 15, Heroes Rise. How the Riddler got his name. Okay, first of all, what the fuck? <laughs> Second of all, what the fuck? Heroes Rise. Yep. However, this is a Riddler-centric episode. Yeah, this is like villain, villain, villainy, villain. Although we did get the cool Bruce moment. Yes, there's that. But the only thing I can figure is Lucius. Well, and it's it's heroes plural, and it's not because it, I, I putting this down for the actual like recap. I was like, oh, I I guess I thought it was like heroes apostrophe h e r o apostrophe as though the rise belongs to the heroes, right? But this is multiple heroes. Okay, and I'm like, I okay. hope you're not so, talking about Jim Gordon. No, absolutely not. Nobody's talking about Jim Gordon. Um, Nor should they. But Lucius does tend to rise to the occasion. He does. He does in this indeed. episode. Uh, Lucius, who has been a background character, I was so for happy to see him so at long. the forefront in this episode. Yeah. Well, we got Harvey too. We did. We got, and I like them together. They're, yeah, that's really weird. But they're I do such like a weird, it. odd couple. Yeah, like when Lucius would just go off and just talk, and Harvey would be like, "Okay, okay, you use big words, but I have an angry hat." But yeah. Which he did not wear. He did not. In this episode. He did not. Sir, well, not he appearing. Finally, he finally got a good film. partner. Yeah. I mean, but I know he loves really, Jim, but Jim is terrible. Not really partner so much, seeing as how he's still apparently acting captain. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Still don't know who the chief is, like, a year after the other one got canned. But whatever. So, yeah. Um, so, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I, I just, I think, I think this... Um, hiatus did not do them any favors no but they the the reason they did it was for the uh uh the 24 the return yeah. of whatever they're, oh no their ratings for this episode yeah matched their lowest rated episode ever yeah see and that's the problem like i don't think this was their choice because i felt like as if, if you're stopping the Fox. narrative yeah yeah, but this was not the place to stop. No, it. no. Um, I feel like it lost momentum. I think it was people, a good episode. People forgot it was back on it was off for a really long time. But yeah, I was. Thanks, Lola. I was reading uh, this afternoon that yeah that this episode had live ratings. Yeah, it, the lowest yeah. it matched in its lowest live ratings. So yeah, but I think it was good. I mean, it wasn't like my favorite. Because we're also on a Jerome um, hangover. Yeah. After all that. Well, I enjoyed... I mean, Riddler, Enigma was incredible in this episode. Yeah. Penguin was a great, for lack of a better term, sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Which is where he was put in this episode, if you want to, you know, designate that way. Yeah. And, and to your point, one of the first things you told me after we finished watching it was, thank God they didn't throw everybody in. No, we didn't see Butch Gilzine. We didn't see... Because we, we complain about that when they try Barb, to cram too much stuff. Yeah. We didn't see... Because in the previews, they showed, like, everybody. Yeah. Um, but we didn't get all of that garbage in this episode. It had the main storyline, which was Riddler, and then your B-plot was um, Bruce. I was about yeah. to climb David. And then your C plot was Jim. I know that's why I think I liked it so much because there was, it was so like, little Jim. There was so little Jim and his ridiculousness because his uncle's douchey and annoying can, too. Can Harvey just become Jim Gordon? Yeah, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, because he's, he's already acting captain. I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with that. 
And it's not even the... Uh, and Lee uh, wasn't hardly in it at all either. And that's not the writing. That's pure Ben McKenzie. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. His acting is... It's just it's a one bad. It's a one note. And I've seen him in other stuff, and I feel like he has more range. So I'm like, are they telling you to play it this way on purpose? Oh, God. But yeah. It's terrible. Anyway, so uh, do we? We don't have any pre-back because no. we've been gone for a hundred years. Yes. So um, this was directed by uh, T.J. Scott, who he directed six other Gotham eps, uh, episodes scattered throughout the um, the three seasons, but most notably, he directed season of the goat or spirit of the oh, goat. Oh, spirit of the goat. Yeah, I'm just mixing things. That's up. That's fine. Um, so good job, you. Uh, hey, okay. Um, I'm and excited. it was written by uh, Megan Moston Brown, who yeah, has I recognized been her name. Story editor. She's had some writing credit on like 17 Gotham episodes, so yeah. she's all. I up recognized in there. her name. We were watching it. And I saw it yeah. pop up. Oh, I know her. Yeah. So I feel like this was with people who knew the universe. They'd have to to come back like this. Yeah. Um. So we go to we start off with some rando. Um. Going into his really weird lab so, built in the middle of a room. It's a room inside of a room that's like a glass cage of emotion. I'm like, this just doesn't feel like a lab. It felt more like, I don't know, almost like an internal well, greenhouse? When I first first saw it, you know, I looked down at my phone because we're texting and I right, looked right. back up. At first, I thought, because I didn't see him actually walk into stairs. it, yeah. I thought Hugo Strange. Yeah. Because yeah. I looked down at my phone long enough and then looked back I up. I could see that. I kept waiting for Strange to pop up. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, of course, Ed is waiting for him. And Ed starts riddling. And you're like, okay. Well, you know, we saw it in the episode title. Um, and he's like, I don't know. And he, he starts answering. And Ed's like, no. And he starts, you know, telling him where he's wrong. So he gives him a couple of chances. Um, and he's like, well. And then Ed mentions that nobody else did really well either. And you're so like, he's not the first. He's not the first. No. And so he uh, gets this Bunsen burner going because, you know, Ed is at home in a lab. That's what I do every time I see a Bunsen burner. Get it going. It's true. In Dishonored, there's random Bunsen burners laying around. And, and I do. I turn them on and leave them. What did you do? Bunsen burners kind of freak me out. It's one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> like every time I had to use one in school, I'm like, I'm going to die. Because <laughs> it's kind of like you turn the gas on. It, like it's really weird. Um, and so uh, we find out that he has. Find your inner pyro. I know, right? He has um, uh, done this with an artist, a writer, and a philosopher, and now a scientist. I am very pleased that he put um, intellectuals in with creatives. Yes. As far as like STEM along with philosopher and artist and yes. stuff like that. Yes. So, yeah. Intelligent people and artists all as they are in the same group. That mm -hmm. you can be just as intelligent as, as a, an the, artist. As, as an artist as you are the yeah. head of a department at a university. I think yeah. that's great. Yeah. Um, and so Ed starts talking like, yeah, so... Uh, you know, I just killed my best friend recently and he said that there was no me without him, but I don't know how to be me. I know what I want to be, but I don't know how to do it. And so he, he gives him another riddle and apparently third is uh third strike and you're out and he doesn't know it. And that would be me. I was like, I totally completely relate to this because I'm shit at riddles. I'm shit at on the spot stuff. I'd come with, up with it like two days later and be like, oh, and once you get the answers, you're like, oh. Yeah. Well, of course it is. Yeah. And um, and so Ed freaks out because he doesn't get it. And he turns the gas on. He walks out. 
And then uh, we see him walking away from a really pretty building, and it's kaboom! And you're like, oh, Ed. And it's a terrible explosion, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Ed, you're killing people again, my sweet angel. Um, and so we go to we go to um, five, and he is uh, giving Catherine. I'm going to take a nap while you. I know, go like he's this. clearly reciting what happened when Bruce's parents got killed, and I noticed his voice is lower. Okay, than so... real Bruce, not like a ton, but enough that I do notice it. So I don't know if David's doing it. Or if yeah, they're adjusting the pitch. No, I, I think, well, okay, I don't know if it's that or the other, but it's very, very much done on purpose because you can tell very distinctly it's the same actor, and even though they're in the exact same clothes, looking at them, you know that that's not that's Bruce. five, that's yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Which, that's all David. So, actually, I'm I'm kind of glad for that because... It's such a stupid trope, and again, a lot we we talked about this before we started recording. A lot of the tropes came about because of comic books. Um, that whole like you know you get in a fight with your clone and your your friend who's trying to help you is firing a gun but doesn't know which one's which. Um, so I kind of like that they're giving us as the audience cues that like I feel pretty confident that when I see five versus Bruce. I know who it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm hoping they're not going to do that kind of thing where they try to trick the audience. They just try to trick the other characters. And I think I'd feel I feel better about this whole issue if they don't try to trick us because that's just going to get tiresome. Um, so Catherine's like, oh, yes, you are Bruce. And, they, and uh, you know, she calls Frank Gordon, who's terrible. Um, and so he's like, he, he uh, she sends... Um, she sends five away, doesn't she, to talk to Frank? Um, and she says that, you know... No, he still sticks around because he's, oh, not, he done, he's not done talking to her. Okay. and so, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Frank's like, oh, well, you know, um, he, he knows that, that Jim's going gonna, Jim's gonna to play nice. Um, so he, uh, he hangs up and he looks out the window and he's at his... Because he calls her or she calls him. And he's at this shitty hunting lodge where Jim is there. Or cabin or something. And you're like, yeah, Jim's, oh, Jim has fuck. stolen Harvey's car again, by the way. Again. 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 And and what was what the comment I made to you about that? I was like, um, let's be real. Harvey gave it to him. And you know he did. There was no stealing. You know he did. Um, so I can just picture Harvey calling up uh, Foxy and being like, hey, can I bum a ride to work? <laughs> my boyfriend's got my car. Again. Yeah. Um, so Catherine then has five start talking about Alfred, which and then was we a get little a noticeable cut. Which this part, this portion of it, sounded a little more rote. Yes, than the first part, which sounded more real, more emotiony. Yeah, but still, I could tell it wasn't. Bruce. Oh yeah, oh yeah, didn't fool me for a second. No. Um, so we go to Ed, and he's reading the newspaper as you do, and apparently he's taking drugs now. Uh, he's crunching it. Yeah. But he's taking the drug to hallucinate. Right. He's not hallucinating. See, at first I thought he was taking a drug to To not not hallucinate. hallucinate. Yeah. No, he's doing this on purpose. Because he wants to talk to his Ed. Or his Oswald. He is Ed. And so I was like, oh my God. Because the two Eds are now one. My sweet little shipper heart. Like, grew three sizes. The thunk. The thunk. The thunk. And so he, he sees Oswald, who is, I will say, sporting some lovely blue lipstick but it's subtle it actually was a kind of a cool effect 
I the, liked his, it. The, his entire effect in this episode was actually really well done because they kept him in the shadows. And kind of like, he and looked wet. kind of like waterlogged. He did look very waterlogged. So he's, uh, he's basically like talking There's shit. There's a spray though that, that makeup artists that use make look, to make you look sweaty. Yeah. And just stays. I've seen way too many behind the scenes. Oh no, you've seen a lot of face off. That's what you've seen. Well that, Missy. and also behind the scenes of Walking Dead. Well, there you go. So, um, uh, hallucination Oswald, who, uh, eventually reminds him that, you know, I'm in your head. Um, starts talking shit to Ed. And so he's like, oh, yeah, I wonder how long this whole, like, oh, I didn't know that uh, the mayor is going to is gonna last. And so um, he's like, so how many people have you killed? And Ed's like, listen, listen. And he's basically like, don't give me shit, part of my head. And so um, Oswald's like, yeah, maybe you should give up that riddle shtick. Like, that's kind of dumb. And Ed's like, no. Uh, you know, nobody can show him. Uh, or, or all these people that he's trying to, that he's trying to, we find out he's trying to find basically a mentor to help him become the villain that he knows he can be. And they're, they're going to teach him and I don't need you. And he's like, oh, I didn't have anybody help me. And I became the penguin on my own. Oh, shit for you. Oh, that's just so awful. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, maybe, maybe I need an, an enemy. And I was like, oh God, you're already looking for an arch enemy. Baby, and you haven't even settled on your on your signature look yet. Because no. um, he does all these like hand gestures and shit. And he's I'm like, very flourishy. What the fuck are you? Doing? It reminded me of Elliot. Speaking of hand gestures, there's parts in this scene where like they're looking at the pictures of the people that he's killed, and they're talking about it. And Penguin's standing behind him, and their hand gestures, the way they're touching are their mirroring. face, are in sync. And that's when you realize, okay, he's completely out of his head. Yeah, yeah. which I thought was perfect well and i love the detail of to your point he wasn't trying to stop hallucinating he wanted, wanted that to see it yeah he wanted to see him and have that dialogue with him and again fake oswald keeps reminding him like i'm just a figment of your imagination like you're just essentially talking to yourself but he had to have that and i was like oh my baby you do love him um so he goes on the oh an enemy rant and then he's like jim gordon and i'm like oh jesus Please don't go that route. Um, so we go, we go to the GCPD and, um, Lucius has, has gone to acting captain Harry Bullock and he's like, listen, some weird shit's been happening. We've got all these intellectuals died, um, in accidents and weird, creepy accidents. And he's like, I think it's a pattern. And, um, it turns out Lucius knew the last guy, Dyson. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, you need to investigate. The vacuum cleaner? Yeah, the vacuum cleaner. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. You know, vacuums lose suction and something. I don't know. You were, uh-huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, he's <laughs> like, you should investigate. And Harvey's like, listen, I got a lot of shit to do. I'm sure it's nothing. And we find out that, well, number one, we get Harvey's famous, this isn't anything, which clues you in to tell you it's a thing. It's probably something, yeah. Um, yeah. And we find out Jim is Jim is on, like, not leave, but, like, vacation. Yeah, he's on R&R &R He's, or he's like, at a family yeah. thing. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> amongst this, we get a random guy dressed as a bunch of well, grapes. Doesn't Harvey accuse Lucius of being bored? Yeah, I think he does. And Lucius is like, well, yeah, but no. Yeah, because he's like, um, yeah, because he's clearly intellectually slumming it oh, in this yeah. job. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's not even ME. He's just a, he's just a lab tech. 
And so um, we get this guy dressed up as grapes. So did you think Fruit of the Looms? Immediately. Okay. Immediately. Okay. And so Not he, just me. He has a riddle about six masters and da-da-da-da-da. And immediately Lucius is like, oh, six more people that I just told you about. And he's got this card for him, and it's a pattern, and Lucius recognizes it immediately as, like, a chess clue. The Knight's Tour. Yep. And so he's like, let's go! And Harvey's like, uh, okay. And let's be real, Harvey is used to this. Oh, sure Maybe not he for is. Lucius, but... Well, what was it, was it, was it, was it Lucius says to Harvey, is this what Jim has to put up with? Yeah. But all, it's mostly Harvey putting up with Jim, let's that's be real true. here. It, I yeah, mean, let's true. That's be real. That, yeah, that's true. Um, so we find out that... Oh, Yes. I'm sorry, I keep going back to that oh, scene. Fine. But Harvey also mentions that they're still cleaning up Jerome's mess. So there's not a yes. huge time jump here. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Okay. Um, and we and based on Alfred's uh, talk with real Bruce later, we find out it's not super uh, long after the right. whole Selena thing. Okay. So sorry. Um, so Ed goes to uh, this chess exhibit, which is called the Knights Tour, and it is um, again he. He uh he doses up and just so he can see his bay, and well, he misses him. He does, and I'm like, okay, you're that guy that's like, no, I don't totally miss you at all. Oh, I take drugs to see you. No, he wants to talk to him. I know, but he tries to like pretend like, oh no, here he is, purely because I want to be a villain and stuff. And so, um, he he's really excited about what he has planned, and you're like, okay, because it's going to be electrifying. And of course, we see that there's like stuff underneath the chessboards and you're like oh god riddler you're that guy mm-hmm. that makes bad mm-hmm. puns and i love you and so oswald's like um let's maybe talk about the real reason you keep killing folk and he's like um jim ain't gonna be able to help you and i wanted to be like jim can't fucking help anybody jim can't help anybody no and so he he's telling ed to face the truth which basically is in my mind ed's brain telling him to come to grips with the whole penguin thing can we just say that in this scene I am penguin because he conjures up a bag of popcorn and he starts like, and he just tastes just munching on it. And I'm like, it's me. There I am. Yeah. It was beautiful. And if I'm probably anybody, it's Ed carrying out a really petty plot just to be right. I'm sitting there eating the popcorn, listening to you. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to be right. It's stupid. And I might go to jail, but I'm going to be right. God damn it. Yeah. And I'm going to eat my popcorn and watch. Yeah. One of my workmates continuously, Tells me, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And I always go, I want to be right. Well, of course. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <sighs> Way better than being happy. And like being right makes me happy. Right? <sighs> yeah. Word. I know. So I'm glad. This well, is why we're go- friends. That's going back to the 90s. But yeah. word. <laughs> word to your mother. <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. No, don't be sorry. Um. So... <laughs> This is when, and Ed, like, I kind of, I liked the way this this was framed from a cinematography standpoint, because it was really cool, because you saw Ed up in, like, a balcony, and but below you did see the chess tournament, but also yeah. I was like, anybody below would be like, oh, hey, look, hmm. But also chess tournament. Right. They've all got their heads bowed, and they're looking yeah, at the board. Yeah, but this is when Lucius and, and Harvey come in, and I'm like, oh, hmm. Hmm. Because I know, but like, plot. Ed's not publicly evil at this point, but, like, Harvey knows he's fucking crazy. So, whatever. So, Lucius comes in, and um, he starts, they, they start telling uh, whoever's in charge that they need to evacu- oh, evacuate. Harvey. Oh, Harvey. And, um, of course, they're like, oh, no, you know, do you have any credible evidence? And Lucius starts to okay, doubt himself. So, so, 
Let's back up a second. Okay. Set the scene. You've got an intense chess tournament going on. Right, right. The chief of police. Captain. He's not the chief. Okay, sorry. The captain, acting captain of the police. And his entourage of police officers. Yeah, because it wasn't just the two of them. Come bursting into this tournament saying, we need to evacuate now. And the person in charge goes, um, are you sure? I get my ass out of there. Yeah, especially if you live in Gotham. Right? Like, this shit happens all the time. You start looking for green smoke about now. Yep. Just saying. Or like Jerome, like, what? Like, is somebody not, kidnapped somebody? Like, what's going on? Let's go. Yeah, not, are you sure? This is kind of an important yeah. tournament. Because yeah. apparently, chess tournaments are hardcore life. Apparently. Yeah. In Gotham. Um, so this is when Ed figures he's going to give them a nice little demonstration. And um, as soon as one of the uh, players hits their little t- chess timery thing. Because um, they're still going even though the cops are here. Right. Elect- it electrocutes them. And so Harvey's like, uh, get out. And so as soon as somebody tries to leave, it electrifies somebody again. And Harvey's like, okay, maybe don't leave. Maybe that'll make it worse. And Ed's like, everybody freeze. Out. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Ed. Which nobody was moving to begin with, so... I kept kind of... Honestly, I kept kind of waiting for the hallucinogenic thing to turn out to be something tied to um, the Mad Hatter. That'd be too easy. And I was kind of glad they didn't, because I was like, I don't want to think about that right now. Um, So we go to Jim, who I'm like, oh... Do we have to? Do we have to? And so he... It's a really quick scene, though. He's, he's talking to his uncle... And he's like, um, basically, bitch, where you been? Like, I lost my dad, and you were nowhere to be found. And he's like, um, he's like, I've done terrible things. And the worst was breaking up with your dad, I guess. And he's like, I came back to Gotham to make things right. And you're like, so boring. Um, And nobody cares. Nobody cares. Because this character kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this rando uncle. Um, And so uh, we go to Alfred, who, who is amazing. And so he's he's trying to train Bruce, and we find out that he's, he, again, Alfred ain't dumb, no. Master Bruce. No. And he knows that the oh, Selena this thing. was hilarious. It was. Did you mean to aim for the window, sir? It was beautiful. I love him so much. That would be me. So much sass. I am both Bruce and Alfred and Alfred. Yeah. And so um, he's like, okay, like, the thing that happened with Selena, what's, you know, Clearly, you're distracted. And Bruce is like, nuh-uh. And Alfred's like, yeah uh-huh. And so, um, this wasn't clear on my first watch. It was clear on the rewatch that um, <laughs> Alfred just found this note. He whips out this note. Even if he's like, there's I mean, a I, note. I know you're not, but like, what about this? And Bruce is like, gimme. Um, <laughs> at first, Bruce is like, no, no, it's fine. And um, Alfred's like, mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, you know, maybe I'll take it and, 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 you know, I can maybe talk to Selena, maybe. And Alfred's like, oh, Jesus, how many more years do I have? I have like 30 more years of this, yes, don't I? Yes. Yes, you Forever. do. Forever. Yes, you do. Forever. Yeah. Um, so we but go. But see, Alfred just wants him to get, you know, the C word. <laughs> you know. He says that, though, but I think Alfred Closure. knows well they're never going to be done with each other. Well, that actually may be a later scene, but yeah. he does bring up the C word. Mm-hmm. Who listened to our uh, season three? Was it season three? Uh, podcast of, of, of Agents of Shield for to know how 
No, I think we that might have been that. season. It was in season two, but two, which we haven't cast. We just bitched about it. So whatever. Um, so we go to the uh, chess place because that's what it's called, and um, the Lucia's, nice tour. This kind of. I wasn't really sure. I'm I thought like, this was back at the GCPD, but whatever. No, because I think he's still at the chess place uh, because he's got all the chess boards. But I'm like, how many pieces did you have to turn over before you figured out there was numbers written under some of them? All of them. So whatever. And so, However many it took for the plot. It's numbers, and apparently he got them in the right order. Not really sure how. Um, but he dials the number, and of course, Ed answers, and he's like, Okay, Ugh. now they're in the right order because that's how they're set up on the board. Oh, Jesus. Is it terrible that... Nerd. Y'all are nerds. I'm not a chess person. I only know how they're set up, and I know how each piece moves. That's I, as much as I know. I used to know. That's the end of it. And then I was like, yeah, video games I know are that a the, thing. I know that the king can only move one step. I know that the queen can go any direction as far as she wants. I know that a pawn can move either one or two spaces forward, and that's it. You know, the bishops can only go diagonally. I know somebody makes an L. That's the knight. Okay, the knight. Although it's not technically a knight, it's two steps forward and one step to the side. Whatever. Actually, it's one step forward and one step diagonally, technically, but whatever. But yeah. See, that's all I know. I could not, but that's as much as I know. I don't know tactics. I don't know strategy. Yeah. I die. I just, I set up the board and then knock over my king because I'm done. Yeah. It's, it seems exhausting. It is. I'd rather, like, I'd rather play checkers, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he, he dials this number, which again, he gets in the right order, but apparently, because know that the bishops, chess stuff. But, but what if the left bishop was on the right bishop side? See, That's know. see, you know. I don't know. Okay. And so uh, it answers, and he's kind he's, of snarky with how long it took them. Seven minutes late, and he does use his Batman voice. He does he uses because his Batman voice. he uses his Batman voice and everybody's like, who is this? And I'm like, it's Ed doing a Batman voice. Do you really think I'm going to tell you who I am? Yeah. Seriously. But apparently like everybody in the show at least once does a Batman voice. I'm it's waiting for to Barb. Know. I'm waiting for Barb's. Now we know why uh, Bruce picked it up. Cause like everybody else is doing it. Um, and so uh, he, Ed finds out that Jim's not there because he says something about like reading somebody else's mail. Mm-hmm. And um, Ed starts talking about like all the other victims and da da da. And Lucia's like, ha, victims. I was right. And, um, but he's going to test Lucius instead. And if you don't accept his test, then others will die. And he, he riddles him and he tells Lucius to answer it and then he hangs up. And you're like, okay. And Lucius is like, all right. Um, and so we go to, oh, it's terrible. Jim is out hunting with his uncle. Why? Why? Why did they even we need to bond over killing things and guns? Well, not why did they even why was the scene even necessary? I understand that the conversation in and of itself was necessary, they didn't but why to... did they have to go outside and pretend to hunt for five seconds and then turn around and go right back inside? Basically Jim's like, I'm not gonna hunt. Um, because he, he misses and uh, on purpose and so he's like, What happened did with you, he? My... Did he? Well, that's true. He's like, what happened with you, my dad? And um, he's like, oh, yeah, the Court of Owls. And I was like, okay, so we're going straight to that. So like, we we're didn't not- have that conversation inside the cabin. We had to like, so he stopped and go, oh, I know. Let's go hunting. Right in the middle of the freaking conversation. Yeah. And he doesn't even sell it like, oh, I had to be out here where we couldn't be overheard, like some bullshit. Because I think he's lying through his teeth. Yeah, because he talks about it inside the cabin later. That's true. 
Um, and so he start he tells him about the Court of Owls and that they were both members and, you know, um, but this is where, um, you know, he's still a member, but he's like, he's like, the court wants you. And it's like, this is terrible. Why, why would the court want him? Why would anybody want Jim Gordon? I know. I was like, why is Jim Gordon important? He keeps fucking everything up. Right? So, so we go to a better plot and we get Harvey and Lucius <laughs> who are way fun together because Lucius is playing like cop and this guy that they're, that they're, um, Oh God, this was hilarious because he's like way too close to him. And he's like, I've been told that proximity, you know, increases somebody's, you know, uh, he's not wrong. No, it's super creepy. And so like th- they've got this guy based on the, the riddle that he was given about a pawn in Queens and da da da. And so, um, uh, this guy is a, it, uh, works at a pawn shop. And so they're questioning him. And so he's like, he, he's like, he doesn't want to tell him anything. And Harvey's like, all right, uh, hit him. And Lucius is like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, no, I've got a nice suit on. You have to hit him. Like, and this he is, does. It's a very nice suit. He's like, this is how it works. He doesn't want to talk. So we go hit him. And so Lucius is like, maybe we should use brains. And he starts talking about the belly of the beast. And this guy starts kind of talking. He's like, listen, I shouldn't even be here. I'm just here for, uh, I'm covering this guy's shift, Teddy Therio. And Lucius is like, ha ha, Therio is Greek for beast. And he's like, let's go. And Harvey's like, is nobody going to hit the guy? And Harvey accuses um, Lucius of making shit up. And, you know, I wouldn't put it past him at this point. Again, but buddy, you're not, I mean, let's be real here. You're used to this. But it's still a nice suit. It is nice. For Harvey. Because he's, he didn't sleep in it. That's true. It's not all rumply. And, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh, we go to Wayne Manor and. Apparently there's another room. Well, the okay, kitchen. So now, I mean, we've so seen now, the kitchen. So now we have. The conservatory, because mm-hmm. we've been there a couple of times. The study where Bruce the sleeps. The study where Bruce lives. And sleeps. And the kitchen. And the kitchen. So our manor and has... And the Batcave. That's not part of the manor, though. That's the Batcave. That's, That's a true. different location. So the manor has increased to three rooms. Yes. Woo! We're in season three. Do you think in season four we might get a fourth room? Like, I don't know. Let's I don't not, know. Let's not be crazy. The bathroom? I want to see Alfred's room. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. Um, so Bruce calls and talks to Alfred, which, um, maybe not bitch to somebody who's cooking your food. And so Alfred starts talking and he's like, listen, we never got closure. Like I had this relationship oh and cause he's talking about the shepherd's pie he's making, which again, Bruce bitches about and maybe don't bitch cause you ain't making your own food. And, um, well, if somebody else were cooking for me every day, I'd be like, um, can I clean up for you? Thank you. And so he's like, listen, we never got closure and da da da. And, um, he's like. Maybe that's what Selena's is giving you with this note. And Bruce is like, okay, fine. And Alfred's like, oh, God, these emo kids are so easy to play. All I have to do is start talking about old love. Um, and so we go, to, we go to Lucius really quick. And he, um, they find out that this guy, Therio, isn't at his apartment. And so Harvey very prominently says, like, where's my badge? And you thought Lucius took it. I did. I thought Lucius... So, okay, so here's here's my thinking. I thought Lucius stole it so Lucius could go and pretend to be a cop. Because it was it mentioned in the interview, the guy says, is this guy even a cop? And he's like, hmm. So I thought Lucius stole Harvey's badge so yeah. that he could go pretend to be a cop. 
So uh, we found out they put a bolo out um, to look for the guy, but Harvey's got to go because he has the uh, police academy graduation to go to, and that's why he's in his spiffy new suit. Mm-hmm. So you're like, all right. Um, so we go to uh, we go to Ed and Oswald again, and um, Oswald, who again, I like to remind myself, is merely Ed's brain insulting himself Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um he's like listen you're making a stupid dumb mistake and it's like no it's awesome and oswald's like listen you need me you know it admit it to yourself and it's like no and so um edward's like or oswald does this weird musical number which all my hopes and dreams came true it felt really weird it was awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, he kind of dressed like it a ringmaster, the though. Best. And I was like, okay, again, this is Ed's subconscious so, being like, you know what would make Penguin better? Music number. So, is this how the Riddler got his name or how the Riddler got his groove back? Both. Okay. Both. I love the musical number. I don't care what anybody says. I was happy and to see. And if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Oswald. Let's be real. Let's be real. And so Ed's like, okay fine like killing a part of killing you killed a part of me and i was like because mm-hmm, you love him yeah you do and he's like but i am going to move forward and no, i'm like no you ain't okay well that's a thing because he does think he's dead which i was like baby nobody's dead in gotham especially oh i shot penguin and he i threw him in the bay like that's totally worked several times before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and so um oswald's like there is no Ed Nigma without Penguin. And I was like, well, that's, I mean, that's fucking true. So, yeah. Um, because, again, Ed was just kind of like a petty, like, he would keep, he had killed before, but he killed when he snapped. It wasn't planned. Planned. There pre- wasn't Premeditated, a, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And he, mm-hmm. he was eaten alive with it, too. Like, at that point, he was still really guilty. And so, yeah, they're really, I mean, him as a, as a, Learning to accept himself for who as he was and as a villain, yeah, is, is because, all Oswald. You know, Edward was that split personality for a while, and after meeting Oswald, and by proxy, um, what's her name, Isabella? You mean Isabel? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, he began to accept who he was, right? And now, without Oswald around. He doesn't know who he is anymore. He's rudderless. My poor baby. Mm. Um, so we go to a uh, random token uh, Leslie, who is, I'm like, okay, I can take you in this in this amount. I'm fine with this. Because they don't write her great. No, they really don't. Though she does okay in this, this scene. Yeah, and so she's, well, because she wasn't brooding about Jim. Um, and Nobody so, was. I know, it was great. And so she shows uh, Lucius, because uh, apparently they found this Therio guy, and she shows him his corpse. And she's like, uh, yeah, he was beaten to death, but there's this weird incision in his abdomen that was cruelly uh, stapled together. And Lucius is like, yeah, let's go. There's something in there, right? And so Lee's like, okay, well, let's check. Well, Which you as you would do. Visceral image of her pulling staples out. Of, oh yeah, like it's that pretty was graphic. well done. Yeah, I mean, as far as the effect, I mean, I even was like, oh, all right, that's a thing that's, that's a happening. Thing. Um. And so, lo and behold, um, you know, because she started talking about, because he asks her, he was like, well, you worked at Ar- Arkham. What makes these guys, like, do this stuff? And she says that um, it's just people trying to find out who they are, but doing it 
in a weird way. Um, like doing it in a non-logical way. And that's kind of what makes, you know, crazy people appear crazy. And we find that, oh, lo and behold, Harvey's badge is, is, is in the guy's body in the belly of the beast. And I was like, oops, I was wrong. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Like, oh, there it is. And Lucius gets a light bulb and you're like, ha ha. Well, he said that would lead him, the clue was it would lead him to his next victim. Yeah. And so, oh my God, he's going to kill Harvey. Da, da, da. No. So before we continue, um, I did want to remind people because I know it's been about a hundred years since we podcast that, um, well, for this show, <laughs> I was going to say it was just the other day that, um, that we enjoy the feedback. We and do. You can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com or on the Twitters at randomtcasts or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com and now on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. <laughs> She does the voice. It's great. I have to. Um, and if you don't, don't want to remember any of that or you haven't listened to us enough to memorize it like we have, uh, you can go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com, scroll to the bottom, and there's links to all that social goodness. Social goodness? Is that what it is? Now? Uh-huh. That's what it is. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. That's don't judge fine. me. I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. just clarifying. So, hey, Janya. Hey, what? What can? What else can they find on the website? Other podcasts? Like what? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So much of that. Yeah. Which is getting really freaking Yeah, good. it is. Okay, I know Gotham's ratings are kind of low, but I'm telling you, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Man, if you, is going if right you up. put it down in season two or three and said, listen, this is not that great. Like, it getting good. It gets much better. Oh, my gosh. It's like, I will agree so much more there cohesive. A, there was a slog through some of that. It, even yeah. the beginning of season four, but like... Woo, it's good yeah, now. Once we got past the ghost driver, <sighs> as he's one of our listeners calls him. That's um, right. But yeah. It gets it gets a lot better. But I mean, you know, there's always we still have the two seasons of Agent Carter out there. Yep, yep. I need to go re listen to that in the summer and, just for and, nostalgia. And, and and you know what starts this weekend? What starts this weekend? Are we doing a new podcast? We're doing a new podcast. Finally. I know, right? American we Dogs. have only waited a whole freaking year for this. I know, right? Since we decided this was the show we were going to do to replace Sleepy Hollow. Yep. 84 years later. God, it better be good enough for us to have waited this long for it. The book was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, but so it we're, starts we're really looking forward to Sunday it. night. Yep. Um, however, because of our lives and recording schedule, we will not be able to record until next weekend. Because we're not bumping Gotham and Shield from dur- no, their, we during not, the week slot. No, we would not do that to you. It's only eight episodes. It's only eight episodes. Yep. I thought it was going to be ten, but it's only eight. Yeah. The little um, baby season. So that starts. Yeah. The, our preview cast is out there, though. Yeah, it is. So download that and listen to it. Um, we're excited to get in on the ground floor of something. Yeah, it's pre- it's. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, of course, it might be another year before we get another. Of course, it's going to be another it's year. Fine. What was I talking about? I don't even know. But It's fine. But there's also our Random Revelries podcast. Yeah. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy comes out in about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so once that's been out for a while, we're, we're going to podcast that one. So, yeah. There's uh, lots of stuff. There's lots out there. So, Go check it out. You can find it all on our website. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, a bunch Play, of places, wherever. Yeah. Um. Anything else before I continue? Well, there's on? also our sponsor. Oh, there's our sponsor. You yeah. mean unofficial? You are so close. Unofficial natural fandom fragrances. That's the one. I don't know what unofficial is, but my brain wanted it, to make it a thing. It's it's a thing now. Uh, so it's yeah. Thursday, and I've had to work all week. <laughs> 
there's a link on our homepage. There's a link in our show notes. You guys know what this stuff is about. It's uh, smell like your favorite characters. Use our code random tea podcast. No S. You get 10% off $5 or more. There you go. So yeah. Um, and also if you just want to throw money at us. That's cool too. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Um, then you can do that on there too. There's just a link. It says donate. Um, I would like to point out that our free movie pass has expired. So we no longer get unlimited free movies. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. So. Wait, I haven't seen a movie in so long. I know. <laughs> All this stuff. I, like, I never got to see Kong Island in theaters. I know. I didn't get to see John Wick, too. No, you didn't. Because we're like, oh. I don't want to pay for it. Like a, like a normal person. So, you know, you could help pay for us to go to movies to podcast that's true. for you. That's that's a true statement. Just so, yeah. saying. Just going to put that out there that it's no longer free for us. Your contributions are appreciated. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think that's all I got. Okay. Okay. Um, so, we go back to You Should Be Happy. It's a Harvey scene. Yay. Um, he's backstage <laughs> at the Police Academy graduation, which, number one, I was floored that we still had people... Wanting to be a part of the GCP. There was a lot of people in that room. Like, on purpose. There was, what, 30, 20, 30 people in there? At least. No, there was more than that, I think. Well, I was going on the conservative side here. Yeah, but like... I think there were some duplicates. I was like, okay. After Jerome? Uh Uh-huh. And how... I mean, like, once... And and what was the squad? Like, Alpha Squad or... The SWAT team wannabes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After we just, like, routinely killed a bunch of cadets? Every time the GCPD gets attacked, I mean, like, ten people die, so... Yeah. So this was kind of surprising. They're all LMDs. (laughs) Just saying. Um, so Harvey's rehearsing his terrible joke backstage. And so Ed comes in, and Harvey's like, what are you doing here, bitch? And Ed's like, oh, the mayor's missing, so I'm going to I'm gonna stand in. And uh, again, I, the first thing I was like, I don't care what words are coming out of your mouth. You are wearing a green suit. Yes, he is. You are wearing a shiny green suit, and it is nice. And so Harvey's like, I'm not going to let a cop killer speak. And uh, so you're like, oh, okay. And so um, this is, is this when um, Ed, like, uh, knocks him out or, or like. Right when Har is it when Harvey? No, he uh, Lucius calls him. Yes, and Lucius he, and calls he's him. Distracted and Harvey and uh, Ed's like anyway, boom. Yeah, he gasses him. So you're like, oh my baby. Um, like it's it's kind of concerning because I love Ed, but when his villainy is turned towards somebody I care about, like Harvey, I'm like, damn it! What did I do? Play nice, kids. You can both be, you know, in the same world. Just don't arrest my son and don't kill the cop it's fine um so we go to bruce and of course you we can't go without some awkward teen angsting oh god can't we because he's like uh hey selena and she's like um or he he tries to show up where she says and um she doesn't show up and so this is when uh sunny this is butch's nephew right sunny gilzine i didn't make the connection i think it was him he looks kind of like him now that you say that. Yeah, and so uh, he sees he sees Bruce, and and that's why I think it was him because remember they had that history when they try to rob him, and so he knows Bruce. I'm just gonna nod like I know what you're talking about. And so uh, this is when Ivy was still a kid, and so uh, Bruce is like, "So have you seen Selena?" 
and they start like they start like trying to shake him down for money because you know bruce fucking wayne who keeps mm-hmm. slumming it um and so selena shows up and she's like back off and bruce is like hey baby and she's like um anyway and so she's working with sunny apparently which kind of felt like a fuck you dad kind of a thing like yeah i'm working with him what of it yeah and so he's like basically like dude he's a criminal and he's like i was trying to protect you and she's like anyway because oh my god you think he would know by now that is not the way to get through to selena's to be like i was trying to protect you because you can't take care of yourself because no. her immediate response was like, basically, fuck you, I can take care of myself. Yeah. Ugh, I was like, Bruce, you ignorant She's slut. an independent woman who don't need no man. There you Just go. Just saying. And so um, Bruce is like, well, why did you invite me? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I actually believed her. It wasn't one of those like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Wink, wink. And so this is well, when. Well, you can tell when she's being on the sly. Yeah. Because she's a terrible liar. Because if, I'm telling you, if it were not for these two kids, this show would not be near as good as it is. Yeah. They grew these kids on the back lot. They did. Just and they're saying. actually very good at what they They really, do. really are. Um, they are magic. And so this is when uh, Sonny and, and, and. Cher? His, no. Oh. No. God, that'd be a whole different show. Um, Sonny and his kids start trying to beat Bruce up, except for Bruce, uh, Bruce takes their asses down. It's about damn time. There was something so satisfying about this. And I was like, you know, I don't generally enjoy children beating each other up, but this was great. But how children-y are they at this point? That's true. That's true. I mean, after Mm -hmm. everything that Bruce has been through, his childlike innocence is gone. Yeah. It was great, though. I was like, it was so great because I was like. It was very satisfying. I was like, get it, baby, get it. Well, we saw it in the previews, but still. In the context and with the music. And and I will say the way, like the way you got the long shot. Yeah, but the long shot gives you your stunt double. I don't care. Which is a woman. I've seen pictures of her. She's great. I didn't even care. Um, But. And that's amazing. But in the previews, we didn't have the context as to whether or not it was Bruce or five so yeah there's that's that. true knowing it's bruce it's like okay we're getting somewhere that's my baby yeah um so we go to ed really quick and um he starts talking to the the graduates and uh he, he says that harvey's tied up and i'm like damn it ed because ed is that guy that will make the shitty pun and only he will know it's a shitty pun until later but he'll still make it because it makes him happy Harvey's all tied up. And you're like, oh, God, my sweet baby son. And I'm like, you know, Oswald is the only one that would have laughed at that. That's true. Let's be real here. It's true. He would have been like, my boyfriend's so clever. Um, So he he gives him a riddle. And of course, everybody's like, "Eh?" and he's like, oh, fine, then. And he activates uh, this gas and he puts on a gas mask and he laughs. uh, Through it in a villainous manner, which, by the way, was a terrible, horrible it was gas it, mask, although it was designed to actually show his face. face so, yeah. yeah. Timeless. Whatever. It's timeless. I don't, I don't care. Um, so we go to Lucius, who, again, is the smartest person here. And so he shows up, and he finds another fruit messenger. <laughs> this is where we get Foxy. Yeah. Are you Foxy? Um, and uh, he, he calls Ed's number, and um, he's like... Uh, you're the only one that calls me Foxy. So he knows it's Ed. And at this point, Ed ain't playing anymore because Ed's like, okay, yeah, like there's all this deadly gas and it's fine. And Lucius has to come up alone and play to get the antidote. Yeah, and so he Lucius does. is like, yeah, okay. 
I'm like, oh, my sweet baby Lucius. I'm just really happy we see him in a in a bigger role now, at least for this episode, because they'll yeah, probably ignore him for the rest probably. of the season. Probably. But, but I, we got something. I kind of get the sense oh, of uh, what you've brought up several times is they're trying to remind us Lucius is there. Lucius is still stuff. there. I'm looking. Uh, I always thought that he was going to get a bigger role later. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep having him pop up every yeah, once in a while. An actor because they did that stuff. with Ed. He's not a small. He's not a no. Like Chris a Chalk nobody. is not a small nobody. Which, by the way, he's recently gotten married. So yay, yay, uh, yay! I think he's a Sorkin. Maybe baby. not so recently, but I love. I him. saw wedding pictures, but whatever. Um, but yeah, they did that with Ed. Yeah, because if you look him. at the first season, there is very little Ed. But he's always right there in the background. Yep. So I've always I've always said that there's a reason why they've kept Lucius around like they have. Because you've got to pay that actor to be in that one little scene. You over still have to pay over. for that. Yeah. yeah. And I'd rather have more... when it, They could have used a nobody. Exactly. An I'd extra. Rather, I'd rather have Lucius developed than, cr- than throw in a, a new character like Frank Gordon. Yeah. Like, I'd much rather get that payoff. Plus, let's be real, Lucius is more interesting. Um, So we go to Harvey, who is literally tied up. Um, <laughs> yeah, he and is. He's got, he's, I mean, what? <laughs> and Johnny was very happy for weird reasons. And <laughs> Don't kink shame me. Kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> All right, Caitlin. <laughs> so, um... He's got him, like, on this weird stairwell, and he's got him hanging off the edge, and Lucy shows up. And, of course, again, this is so Riddler, before it's even Riddler, is this... El- because this he is Riddler. Needlessly elaborate setup. But that's what makes him Riddler. Exactly. This entire scene right here, I was so giddy, because this is pure Riddler. You have to play the game, and if you win, then you win. And Harvey- but if you lose... You lose. And Harvey even says, like, yeah, right, at one point. And it's like, no. And can you imagine him setting all this shit up? He loves this stuff. This is pure Riddler. This is so intricate, and he loves this shit. And so um, Lucius is like, okay, let's go. And Ed's like, all right, three riddles. Um, You get three chances to be wrong. And every every wrong answer, I cut one of the three ropes. But all he has to do is get one right. One right and so you win. That's the classic Riddler. There's always a way out. You ha- yes. He wants somebody to outsmart him. Yes. He wants he it. He wants that. And he always gets upset yeah. when it doesn't happen. Right. This is classic, classic Riddler. And okay. so it was really I'm, good to see. I'm fangirling. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, it was like, so seriously. cool to see because we've only seen glimpses of this. So classic. Um, And so uh, I think... Like, it was nice because he's like, listen, not only does Harvey die if you lose, but he's got the antidote around his neck, and so all these other people are going to die, too. But you get one right, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everybody lives just this Everybody once. lives. Um, and so this is when we find, like, we realized, because I noticed when Ed was giving the riddles to um, to the guy at the beginning, his answers were kind of emo and dark. Where it was like individualism and loneliness and all this like shit. And so like Lucius answers and I thought it was a legit answer. Yeah, but you have to give him the answer he, he wants. He was looking for The it. specific word. And, and that's how riddles work though. Right. And so Lucius cuts, uh, he fails and he, uh, Ed cuts the first rope. Because a snowflake is an individual. It, I mean, it is. Just saying. Be real. And so he, same thing with the second riddle. And um, so uh, Ed starts thinking that maybe Oswald was right. And he's, you know, 
he's the only one that understands him. But then he's like, no, uh, maybe you're, maybe it's just that Lucius isn't a good enough enemy. And I'm like, all right, listen, if you thought Lucius is worse than Jim Gordon, let's be real. Like Lucius now, intellectually. Okay. Now, now wait, I've, I've got to do a little defense here. Hold, hold up. I know that I see it. I, my eyes are closed and I see it. Is, is your defense like canon Jim Gordon? Yes. No, no, no. TV can't. Show canon. Okay. Back in season one, remember when Jim first started working the GCPD? Yeah. Ed would ask Harvey a riddle. Damn it. Who would answer it? Yeah, you're right. Who would would answer it? Jim, there is precedent. Yeah. Like offhand too. Like, oh, it's this. And Ed would Uh be like, but. And it would catch Ed off guard. Yeah. So this was set up. Two seasons ago, boom. Okay, but maybe just. for I'm not going to drop my mic because you'll yell at me. I will. I will. Um, maybe just for riddles, though. Okay, but still, everything else. But terrible. still, this is this is the this That's is the true. experience that that, that 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 I'm stuttering. You know, I'm thinking hard because you're right. Like season one, Jim mm-hmm. kept just dropping answers, right? And Ed would be like, "The fuck." And and he solved the whole. Uh, remember the subway train, the locker, and the bomb. The bomb. The, mm-hmm. That was all Jim. Jim solved the riddle. That's true. So that's why Ed saw him. That's but seeing but Penguin's experience with Jim is completely different, yeah. and Oswald knew that. Yeah. Plus, it's there, okay. and the show set it up though. Jim's and like that's good at not, one thing then, but that's not. A loophole. No, and it's I will real. say, like, mm. Canon Jim Gordon, that's why I feel like... Okay, now, Canon Jim Gordon, now, if you're going to go Canon Jim Gordon from the comics... He's, like, way super smart. He's not this dumbass, and one of his uh, uh, special abilities that's always listed is under his characteristics... Is together is and... seeing pieces of a puzzle that other mm-hmm. people don't see, and that's what makes him such a great cop. He's, he, he sees the puzzle for what it is, but our Jim Gordon from this show is just dumb. I wish we got more of real jim gordon sorry i got i'm like flush now because i'm excited um i love it when things go canon and so um ed uh gives him the riddle and lucius gets it right and And um, everybody's shocked but he did he like pre-cut the rope or did it just break i i kind of thought he was like pre-cutting thinking he was gonna get it wrong no i think it just frayed from the weight. i think technically it just would have frayed from harvey's weight right because that one little rope at that angle wasn't as but but mostly plot yeah and so of course harvey falls and you get this dramatic like ed runs away and lucius grabs him and and you know pulls him up and it's great and Harvey's Which, like not good a happy on Lucius bunny. for holding Harvey up. I know. Just gonna. I was like, man, Lucius been doing the arms. Mm-hmm. He did not miss Arm Day. He did not miss Arm Day. No. Um, and so you're like, oh yay, but Ed escaped. But also, Ed is fully out in the open now as a villain. He has come out of the closet. <gasps> I'm so excited. And so, um, so we go to Bruce, who, um, he is, uh, kind of. I kind of got the the impression that he was a little bit like, yeah, I did that. Kind of like, eh. and of course, five comes and ruins it by existing, right? And so he's like, "Oh, how things go with Selena?" And Bruce is like, "Oh, fuck! You sent the note, didn't you?" And he's like, "Yeah." And so he uh, knocks him out with some drugs, and um, Bruce collapses. So one of my favorite things about this scene is, depending on which camera is on which character, you can see 
the difference. They're wearing the exact same clothes. You know, he he's even said, it's, "Oh, you did your hair like mine." It, it's the same actor, but these are two very very distinct characters, which blows me away. As young as he is, I know he's um, so good for being so young. The, the talent is on the level of of Ada. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. And she's up to three characters now. And a grown-ass woman. And a grown-ass woman who's been acting for quite some time. Yeah. But little David, oh my gosh. I know. Just that tiny little crook of a smile. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. And so, like, I, I'm trying to find interest and joy in that part of it. By, like, this is good for David and his career by showcasing that he can play these two different people, but also, like, five bores the shit out of me. And that The story. character bores the shit out of you, not David. No, not David. I think he's acting well. I think the story involved with five is boring. Yeah. And I hope it gets better, but well, let's be real, it's probably going to get tropier. And I always worry that David's going to be stuck in this role forever but then i also remember daniel radcliffe has gone on to do other things yes yes and i so, don't see harry potter every time i see him anymore uh, yeah it took a while but i don't and i don't see her um, every time i see emma no i got past that too now you see me too is really yes. is really where i got past That's harry potter true and they even make harry potter kind of like sly references because magic but like i really you can't do anything magical these days without going Harry Potter, though. So. It's really great, though, because you see David um, not only maturing as an actor, but his Bruce is maturing in his thought processes. Because mm-hmm. immediately he's like, you sent the note. Like, this is pure... Because, again, like, Rachel Ghoul, um, who, if you haven't been with us for a while, that's how I pronounce it, because the Batman animated series, and nobody can tell me otherwise... Um, he used to call him the detective because that's what he was. He was a, a detective. Yes. Um, he fits this shit together. So him going, oh, you sent the note, was nice for me to see. It wasn't just like, what? So, yeah, I like well, that. Well, that's one of the reasons that made Bruce Wayne Bruce, one of the reasons, one of the things that made Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne. And that's how Jim Gordon and Bruce Wayne always got along so well because they, between the two of them, they were able to fit all the pieces together. Like, you know, the curvy edges that have the picture on top. Yes, I managed to stick a Deadpool reference so in much. the Gotham podcast. I love you You're so You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that's why they always work so well together. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why Bruce Wayne always looked up to Jim Gordon. It was wasn't just the um you know my parents are dead and you kind of helped raise me as a third father or yeah. some shit it's the way that they were both able to think in that different he plane. could just act where jim gordon yeah. couldn't. he could take the vigilante route where jim couldn't exactly so so yeah so i like that character development although five bores the shit out of me okay i agree five bores the shit out of me too from a story standpoint from a story standpoint um so we go back to the terrible terrible hunting lodge of also boringness and so jim's like okay so how did my dad become part of this creepy secret society that secretly rules gotham and frank's like oh we we wanted to do good and then but also like now i want to destroy the court from inside and he said Lies. His, his dad like rebelled against it and he was killed for it. And so, cause like Jim's like, no, I was in the car. It was a car accident and it was a drunk driver and da da da. And he's like, yeah, that was easily manufactured, which again, this is what Jim flashed back to in his weird drug trip um, of being in the car with his dad. 
Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, okay, well, you were nowhere to be found. I was a kid. My mom was, like, by herself. And he was like, yeah, I was shitty about that. But, like, I had to go prove my loyalty to the court. Otherwise, they would have killed me, too. And he's like, okay. So, you know, Jim has been asked to join. And he's like, I still don't know why. You can help me destroy them from within. And I'm like, oh, you're full of shit. Yep. So full of shit. And so um, Jim's like, oh, how could I trust you? And he's like, you have to believe in something. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you don't. Not in Gotham. No. So, yeah. I'm like, ugh. So, yeah. It didn't even take the Catherine scene later for me to be like, he's full of shit. Um, Although I could see them pulling the whole last minute hero redemption, I die for him crap to guilt Jim even further. Maybe. So, whatever. Uh, So we go to Alfred. And um, Alfred is uh, putting the finishing touches on dinner. And Five comes in and he's like, why, yes, I'm normal Master Bruce. And uh, he's, uh, Alfred's like, so how'd it go? And he's like, well, Selena, Selena. And I thought, I thought that was a good answer. And Alfred's like, the way he said it was wrong. No, the actual words themselves were fine, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Alfred's like, would you like some shepherd's pie? That, again, Bruce dissed last time because he was like, oh, again? And he's like, oh, that sounds delicious. And Alfred's like, okay. I just have to go get something from the other room. And I was like, he knows. A gun. He knows. His, again. He changes. With, again, with the acting. Sean. But, <sighs> but Sean and David, I mean, David on his own is awesome sean on his own is incredible you put those two together on you david's learning a butt ton from sean anyway so and i was like oh my god alfred immediately because like okay alfred arguably has spent more time with them than even his parents before they died and then now of course it's like 24 7 together they've trained together like he's been through a lot of shit together with him he knows bruce wayne mm-hmm. and oh so yeah when of course he like, does oh yeah raised him that sounds delicious let me sit down and be proper and he's like oh you're not my bruce nope let me just pardon me i'm just gonna go arm myself um and i think it's very telling that we didn't see the rest of that scene I kept expecting Alfred to pop back up in the in this episode and us to see that he didn't that like he didn't buy it, but we didn't. So I think that's going to be next episode. Uh, what we all know, yeah, we all know. But I was like, I was so proud. I was like, that's my Alfred. right. Um, so we go to uh, the GCPD go, uh, breaking into the mayor's mansion. Well, not the mayor's mansion, the um, Ed's family's home because okay. that's his dad's house. Okay. And so there's no sign of Ed, which der. Um, well, Harvey didn't expect to see him there, but come on. They had, they had to, to search it. And, of course, Oswald's already missing. And so they find uh, the portrait that Ed um, is in that Oswald added him to with a big old question mark Neon on it. Neon green in question green. mark. So. And I was like, Neen. The Riddler is bun. I was so excited. Um, so Lucius uh, is you know gets into the car. He's wrapping up the case. And... Um, Ed, of course, is in the back seat. And you were like, so in Gotham, why do you not look in your back why seat? Why does nobody? I mean, hell, I do it. I do too. Right? If it's at night. Especially if it's dark. Yeah. Especially if it's dark. I'm looking in the back. Because, you know, with the fobs these days, you you unlock your car and the lights come on yeah. and you're looking. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Lucia's got a nice car. He does. It's a lovely car. And so Lucia's like. You'd almost say it was luscious. And Foxy. God, we're terrible. 
Because you do, you call him Luscious in our in our. Uh, I do texting. because I can't spell for shit, and my autocorrect calls him Luscious. So it does. It's just a thing now. There you go. And so Lucius is like, oh, hey. So we find out that the um, the deadly toxin that everybody was dosed with at the graduation was just knockout gas. And it's like. Oh, the, and the anecdote. Anecdote. Yeah. I was like. It's grape juice. You giant nerds. You giant nerds. And so Ed's like, yeah, I had to get your attention and I had to get you to play the game. And so. That's all he wants is to play the fucking game. And so Lucius, uh, you know, it, it is like, uh, so why, why, uh, why'd you kill Oswald and everybody else? Cause he knows. And Ed's like, yeah, he knows. Well, you know, I always thought that, you know, there was somebody worth getting out of me and that I knew how, again, we get the whole, I knew who I am, but I don't know how to be that person except Oswald was the only one that was able to bring it out in me, except for then he killed my girlfriend. And so, but now he knows and you helped me, Lucius. And so you're like, okay, this could end okay. And he thanks him. And Lucius is like, you killed seven people. And he's like, you need help. And he's like, maybe you should turn yourself in because you're crazy. And it's like, no. Oh, no. Not going to do that. And he's like, I just killed my best, the best friend that I ever had. Mm. Boyfriend. And uh, he was, he was trying to hold on to him for a little while longer, but he doesn't, he doesn't need that anymore. He knows without, even without Oswald, that he's the Riddler. And then he knocks him out. And has his little laugh. Cool motive. Still, Still murder. murder. That's, actually, that's pretty much this entire yeah. show. Yeah. Is cool motive. Still murder. Yeah. Um, so the next morning we go to, um, Ed, oh my God, and this was hard, and he goes to the docks, and this is when he gets another hallucination, and Ed's like, I cared about you, and I miss, I miss you a lot, but, you know, he, he says that now everybody knows about me, and the, and the police are looking for me, and Oswald's like, um, uh, you know, he's like, no one's going to be afraid of the Riddler. That's a terrible name. It really is. And Ed's like, um, no, they will be. And he spills his hallucinogenic his into sugar the water. pills. His sugar pills. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, baby. And he turns back and Oswald's gone and Ed says goodbye and he walks away. And I'm like, oh, you think he's dead. That's so silly. Because he's not dead. No. And we find out. Because next scene. <laughs> that he's not dead. Because you and I are both like. At the end of that episode, we were like, he ain't dead. No, we knew he wasn't dead. And so we find out he's with Ivy, of all people, who is still a thing. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, she's still a thing. Um, and so she she still seems rather not childlike in her mannerisms, but the way she phrases things. Yeah. Like where she's like, oh, yeah, you slept forever. I nursed you. You were really boring. But at least they're holding on to the mentality, even though I still hate that they aged her up, aged her up like they did. But I mean, I understand why. Doesn't mean I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're at least maintaining her childlike persona. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's really weird, it and is. I don't it's, know how to feel about that. It's weird. And so uh, she's been nursing him back, which I was like, well, you know, she washed up from the river. Has she been nursing him back or has he just been hanging out at her place while she does things? I, I don't. I kind of think it's the latter because, like, again, Ivy doesn't strike me as a nurse type. And no. I'm like, he had a gunshot wound. Like, what? To the gut. Was she just like, okay, sleep for a while? <laughs> and um, where is the bullet? 
I don't know. Because I don't think it went clean through, and that means hemorrhaging and he Ivy was doesn't strike me as the doctor type. There were crabs. I don't know. So, yeah, but of course. Then there was the song and dance, and that's never good for a bullet wound. No, that just pulls okay. things. Sorry. And Oswald's like, oh, I just remember there's somebody I need to kill. And I was like, there's my baby. And that was the cutest scene. It was adorable. How is that adorable? Because it's Penguin. And we were both like, oh, get him Murder a sandwich. Husbands. Get him a sandwich. Get him a sandwich, and I think Ivy needs to knit him a new sweater. I feel like even when they get together and get married, because that's totes going to happen, they're still going to kind of low-key try to kill each other. Oh, that's the best Just part. For, that, that's, like, that's their foreplay. Talk about odd couple. <laughs> it's so great. Um, so, again, apparently we feel the need to go back to Jim Gordon, <sighs> even though he's terrible. And so he comes back, and he realizes his uncle is, is gone from the cabin. He's left a photo of, of him, and, him and his brother and, and baby Jim, and he's written something on the back to you know jim to help him in his brother's memory and you're like nah. yeah. and we find out he left because he he he's got to go talk to Catherine, and he's like uh yeah yeah i think his interest is peaked but you know like we've got to we've got to convince him it's going to take a little time and so Catherine's like we don't have time bitch and he's like i won't let you down and so you're like uh-huh. yeah and so she's like uh the clone is in place and you're like, okay. And so um, Bruce should be waking up as they speak, the real Bruce. So he does wake up, and he goes to the window, with, which, which has bars on it, and we see this, like, snow-covered mountain. So I'm like, oh, man, Bruce's uh, Swiss chalet that they keep mentioning is really rough. Because remember, he like, every time things he would go away for a couple episodes, he'd be like, we were in Switzerland. So, yeah. So your question was, I, is this the place fish was held? I was wondering because was it, it? It was an island, though. Was it an island or was it like just wilderness? It was an island and I don't remember it being like mountainous, but who the fuck knows? I don't remember. Because the thing that... But it was snowy there. The thing that made me think that that was kind of semi-plausible, even if it's not the same place, is the doll maker, who again has not popped up since season no, one. and I'm And it's ex- not dead. But that's what DC, that's what Batman does, though, is it yes. recycles people. But so. the doll maker was a, he did experiment, but he made his bread and butter with fixing rich folks. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. who are the Court of Owls? A bunch of rich bunch folks. A bunch of rich, uh, rick, rick, rick folks? Mm-hmm. We're going to rickroll now, so. <laughs> Never going to give you Oh, up. no! That's my job. You can't do that. But I just did. Yeah, so did. I thought like... If, That's why we're friends. If this would a t- would be a time for him to show up, like I would not be surprised if he was working for the Court of Owls. Yeah. But no, we still have Strange be. that hasn't shown back up that is going to need to like True. be there. Um, so Bruce is being held in some rando place. But yeah. So da-da-da. Da-da-da. I don't like Frank. He's boring. I like Court of Owls, but this whole Frank involvement just... Yeah. They had to make Jim relevant, I guess. Because, I mean, easily, like, you took him out of the, like, the meat of the story, which is the Riddler and Lucius and all this stuff, and it was fine. Yeah. Like, I didn't miss him. No. So, yeah. If you, like, random tea listeners. <laughs> just, just listen. Okay, like, I'm not going to say this is another Barbara Keene challenge. We're about to get real. But also, like, does anybody really like Jim? If you do, <laughs> no, like it's Barbacane all over again. No, but like I'm really interested to like see season if, one Barbacane. Yeah, because she got real cool when she got all murdery. Um, but like I'm really interested to see if well, like is anybody's um, favorite character Jim? Bounty Hunter. To us. Bounty Hunter Jim was cool. Way better. 
See, that's why I think Ben has the chops. They are having him act this way for a reason. Uh, I think it's the other way around. I think it's the other way around. I think Ben McKenzie's just boring. Oh, well, could be. Maybe I'm just biased now. Could be. Don't know. But anyway, like really likes Jim. And honestly, if you really like Jim and you're still listening to us, bless you. Um, but if you do I also would, how dare i would love to hear why because hey we got somebody who quantified barbara Keene a little too late for the challenge but we still did that's true that's true we did so yeah um so we have feedback we do we, we have uh all the feedbacks Yay. uh so actually i wanted to start with not the one that's up on my screen, but because I have to jump between two different accounts because Google is weird. <laughs> uh, okay. My thing. Yeah, Google's weird Shania's and you're crap. not weird. Gotham. Yeah, I, I file really. I know you do. Particular life. I've seen some of your filing structure because <laughs> I share some of and it. And you can find shit in my folders, can't that's, you? Well, except um, for that one time at con. I swear to God, I did a control F. <laughs> I believe you. It just wanted me there. So, uh, Kim writes in to us. Yay. So, this must be the Lucius Heavy episode that Chris Chalk referenced on podcast. Okay. Which is actually the um, Denzel Washington is the best actor of all time podcast, but she uses the acronym. Oh. And I had to look it up. Oh. But damn it, I did. Yeah, you did. Uh, okay, so as... as it would be too much hope for that the show would give us more than one episode where L- Lucius isn't a background character. That would be nice. His, his story with Riddler saved the episode. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, Penguin lives. <laughs> no one was surprised. If you were surprised, oh, honey. You, what show are you watching? Yeah. Uh, she says, strangely, I find myself not even remotely interested in the adventures of Emo Bruce. I am interested in the Court of Owls and the drawing out of the story bores me. See, that's me. I want the meat of the story and not the pedestrian appetizer. I I want like the history and stuff, but like I don't want Jim being involved at all because it's boring. I don't like the change in Bruce's backstory with Ra's al Ghul, but the changes made to back canon in the never before, never before asked for chronicles of the non-existence past of Jim Gordon. That was, that was good. Remains my core problem with the show. Yeah. It doesn't help that these changes that ultimately serve to lessen the mythos of Batman have been done to prop the badly cast and acted Jim Gordon. Yeah. Jim remains consistent in his inability to make me care about his story arcs. I mean, that's like legit true, though. That's how I feel. Kim admits, I think I am hate watching at this point. Never a good sign in terms of my long term prospects with a show. I like to actually enjoy and not be frustrated by what I watch. I guess I keep hoping for things to pick up. But I'm I'm pretty, pretty happy with everything that's not Jim. So Jim's never been my reason for watching. No, he has no. David has always been my reason for watching. David and all the villains. And then Robin. I love the villains. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they've got. Well, some of them. Well, yeah. So it came for Bruce and stayed for Harvey. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Let's be real here. Uh, So Gina writes in. Her subject line is the fantastic adventures of Foxy and Mr. Green. I want to read that story. That sounds amazing. Gina, did you write that story? Because I need to read it. Seriously. I, I have a feel. I yep. know you. Yep. 
She says, well, after a mini break and then a very long break, Gotham has returned to us. After the winter finale, this was an okay episode. They had to set the table for the rest of the season, and it seems the court is going to play a much bigger part in the back half after a season and a half of teasing and leaving breadcrumbs all over. Yep. The opener focused on what feels like forgotten characters, Harvey and Lucius. This is the most screen time they have gotten all season. It was nice to see Lucius actually get to do something. It really was. He's mostly been a plant around the GCPD. And considering what a huge role he will play for the future Dark Knight, it would be nice to see how he goes from Wayne Enterprises to creating the tools Bruce will need in his fight. Hopefully we will see more of him going forward since Ed has marked him as an equal. That's true. Speaking of Ed... Oh, oh, Ed. Ed. Hugs, not drugs. That's true, though. But since his girlfriend is dead and he tried to kill his BFF, I guess drugs might fill the void. I'm feeling a bit confused about why he needed the drugs to see Oswald. Ed didn't need drugs to see other people before. Well, and he didn't need him at the very end, either. I could see him taking the drugs to try stopping the hallucinations, but not to bring them on. It's yeah. interesting that when he saw Kristen, he saw her the way she was when she was alive. But Oswald is dripping on the sofa, picking crabs off. And it looked like he had mold on his jacket. That's some guilt. Could this be a sign of his mind going deeper into crazy town? Or does he have more guilt about killing? I think it's more guilt. I do too. Kristen was a heat of the moment kill. Oswald's murder was planned down to the tiniest detail. Yep. Post-murder depression. Oh, that's a thing, apparently. Ed's attempt at finding an equal or enemy to fill the void seems to fit a theme for this season. I could be giving the writers way more credit. You probably are. Yeah. But most of the characters this season seem to be confronted with the idea of going without someone or something. Ooh. Listen up. I think this is very, she's, I think she's really on to something. Okay. For Jim, it's a life without Lee. Right. The Hatter couldn't face a life without his sister. Okay. Oswald didn't want to face a life without Ed. Ed didn't want to face without Isabella. Butch didn't want to face a life without Tabby. Fish didn't want to live a life without power. Mm. Like I said, I could be giving the writers way more credit, but it seems to be a repeat device this season to get the characters to act a certain way, even when it's not in their best interest. Yeah, yeah. That's, what do they say about coincidence? The universe is rarely that lazy. Rarely that lazy. Uh, that's a lot of storylines. Yeah. When you lay it out like that. Bruce without Selena because he keeps coming back to her. Barb without Jim. Yep. Yep. You got to add that one in there. Because she keeps coming back to him uh-huh. for some reason. Because she's, why did she go off the deep end? Mm-hmm. You know, then she, you know, went after Lee. Repeatedly. Because, you know, because of Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she says, so our B story this week was with Bruce and emo Bruce. Well, he lost the emo look, so now he's Bruce 1.5. The court gave him a makeover and made him like Bruce Wayne 101 before sending him to knock out original Bruce and take his place. However, he seems to have already messed up with Alfred. It was only a second, but Bruce 1.5 agreeing to have shepherd's pie gave Alfred pause. He was like, you're too nice. You can't send in a clone without knowing all their favorite foods. Go watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and learn how clones replacements work. Thank you. Meanwhile, original Bruce wakes up in scrubs with a window view of some awesome mountains. It looks like OG Bruce is going to get some training and we better see how he gets back to Gotham. Yeah. Our final plot of the week is Jim, who seems to finally gotten rid of his random ouchy dots. Those <laughs> those dots he had yes. on his forehead for like three yes. episodes. Oh my gosh. Uh, and, and reconnecting with a random uncle in the middle of nowhere. 
you're my uncle now. Like, there are very few people I would go to a rando remote hunting lodge with. And if it's with. an uncle that you haven't seen in a decade. Shit, no. Hell no. You That's go, a horror movie you, in the making. You going with me? Yeah. Well, yeah. We could take well, him. Yeah. Uh, uncle Frank needs help badly taking down the Court of Owls, and only Jim can help him. <sighs> Clearly, Frank does not know how badly it goes when Jim <laughs> tries to help. See Barb Barnes and Lee's dead husband for Jim's record on helping. That's that's true, though. It's unclear if Frank is playing Jim or if Frank is playing the court. He seems rather close to Catherine, and she's very intent on having Jim with the court. I question why, considering his record. Yeah, and I also thought it was weird that he knows that much of the plan. Yeah. With five and everything. Like, I could easily see it be one of those com- kind of compartmentalized organizations where she only brings Frank in to be like, how is it going with Jim? But he knows all the stuff about five. So that's why I question whether like, I'm pretty sure he's just full of shit. Yeah. So here's her final thoughts. Harvey did have a very nice suit on. He did. How the hell did Ed get Harvey's badge on such short notice? Uh, when he, no, I didn't see an opportunity for him to take it. The answer is, I don't know. You can't. They're immortal. Uh, okay, she says, Ivy now lives by the river and just fishes random people out. This week, her you know. random person was Oswald. Yeah. Oh, gunshots are clearly easy to treat if a 14-year-old girl can treat them. <laughs> Plus, he must have nearly drowned since we saw him just sinking. So drowning gunshots and cutting off limbs are easy to recover from. Beating and stabbing take forever to recover yes. from. Yes, this is... She had a plant helper? She's got some really good aloe vera? And back in the corner, you hear quietly, Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> Feed me. The crossover we didn't mo- know we needed. I love that movie. <laughs> uh, okay, she says, How do people still want to be cops in Gotham? That looked like a class of 20 to 30 people. Thank you. They lose that many people every time the GCPD gets raided. Thank you. She says, Shepherd's pie is yummy. Yes. Yes, it is. I prefer cottage pie because technically shepherd's pie is lamb. And cottage pie is not, but yeah, totally, it's good. It's awesome. It's potatoes and shit. Like, yeah. Nitpicker. Well, it's true. Nitpicker. Shepherd lamb, and lamb is gross. Lamb is not gross. I lamb, think is lamb is good. Gross. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you haven't had it cooked right then. No, it's always been gamey every time oh, I've tried it. Oh, you haven't it. had it cooked right. Uh, she says it's ground beef, mashed potatoes, gravy, veggies, and sometimes cheese on top. That's the way I make it. And she would gladly let uh, Alfred cook. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Alfred can make me whatever he wants. Uh, She says, Lee was here and she wasn't terrible. I miss non-terrible Lee. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, we also didn't make her brood about her terrible kind of husband and Oh, wait, that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I accidentally clicked on Michael's email. (laughs) Good job. Good job. So this is from Greg. Uh, Apparently, he was starting to go through withdrawals. Okay. Uh, listen to the last three po- Gotham podcasts this week to get him refreshed. Almost sent in pre-back every week since Gotham was on hiatus. Um, so That's let- a lot of pre-back then because it yeah. was on hiatus for a while. Forever. So, so let me start by saying you already started. In my best <laughs> Queenie voice, God damn it. Yeah. Y'all know how I feel about this stupid Master Bruce switcheroo shit. Yeah. I know that was my first thought was Greg's going to love this. Yeah. 
Uh, how dare they start the episode with Catherine Five and Uncle Frank? Why the hell didn't Bruce batarang Five as soon as he saw his reflection? Well, or at least judo yet. chop. That's true. His ass for not leaving Gotham. Jesus Pete's Bruce all that training and you let him get the drop on you. Now you're somewhere in the fucking Himalayas. Is this going to be our intro to Razagul? Yes. Training Master Wayne in the ways of the League of Assassins. Yes. 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 And yes. I'm so excited. Everyone that wanted more Lucius got them some more Lucius. Good quality Foxy. Did I miss something? Oh, Foxy. When the hell has Nygma ever referred to him as Foxy before this episode? He did. He did. He did. They didn't Um, share a lot of screen time, though, so it it hasn't been overt. it It was minor, but it was there. Did they just throw that in once to accept that something had already been a thing? No, it, it was a thing. How many times in season three has Ed and Lucius even interacted? I could count on one hand. Yeah. Uh, like the one time at Arkham and Ed has already nicknamed him. Have you met Gotham? Yeah. Everybody has three nicknames in Gotham. That's true. That's just, That's the, just way the way they is. roll. Yeah. Uh Anywho, that was still a great episode matchup, Wits versus Wits. But what the hell was the point in having Penguin, which has officially become Oswald's name now, to every damn body? <laughs> Again, see my caveat on nicknames in Gotham. Yeah. Um, if they're just going to reveal this fucking early, he's still alive. Because we knew he wasn't dead. Yeah. Also, they pay Robin a lot of fucking money. Yeah, I mean, even for practical reasons, not even story-related, like, I knew they weren't going to kill off Penguin. No, they'd be stupid. So, I mean, like, I didn't think it made sense from a narrative standpoint, and it didn't make sense from a practical standpoint Also, you have to realize Robin has a contract. Yeah. And that he gets paid so much per episode, and at least he has to star in at least X amount of episodes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the specifics of his contract, but that's how contracts work. Yeah. Um, but his disappearance could have lasted a wee bit longer to the audience, but we know better. The audience knew better. There was no reason to treat us like we were stupid. Yeah. And that, and that's one thing I'm hoping they don't do with five because so far, like I've been able to tell when it's been five, like, don't try to fool me. It's one thing to try to fool the characters, but like. I know better. Right. Um, he says, Gotham writers have no idea how to build suspense. That's true. Yeah, they that's really true. Don't. That's true, though. Uh, but at least Ed has become the Riddler, looking dapper as shit in that green suit and derby hat. <laughs> oh, read- the, oh, the hat. The hat. The hat. The hat. Uh, he says, it was good to see Selena. Good to see Ivy. Harvey's still noping the shit out of every idea. He wants to be untrue. He tries so hard to be like, nope. Lee had a small and digestible appearance. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Even the small doses of Jim was good. I don't was agree it? with you on that. I don't think it was. But whatever. He wasn't over-trusting of his uncle, even though he said, Greg, of course I trust you, your family. That's so gross. Which is the worst reason to trust anybody ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's like saying, well, you have to love them, their family. No, you don't. Um... He says, I honestly don't care if his uncle is lying to him or being straight up. I just want him to go away. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel that real hard. Yeah. Um, apparently, Greg was very upset. There was no fish, no tabby, no Valerie, no stabby babs. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I enjoyed the plot the way it was. Yeah, I was okay with not having eye candy. I didn't need, no, I didn't necessarily need eye candy. Well, I, I have eye candy in the way of Ed and waistcoats because I like the waistcoat. But I mean, there was there was a there was a distinct lack of female representation. Yeah, 
but it was in this episode. again I'm, I'm just happy they didn't try to cram in every single character because those are usually that. the episodes yeah. that piss me off um so uh but uh mostly step mostly he's concerned about stabby babs well well she'll be back don't worry uh he's just he doesn't want any more episodes this season without her especially if the jerome arc is over for the season and i have to deal with mistaken identity <laughs> mostly mistaken identity. we do have to see what she's trying to do with oswald being gone and how long oswald's gonna stay we're, gone. yeah we're gonna have to see the fallout on the other side of that I, yeah we'll get it yeah we'll get it and it was in the previews we were just so. seeing ed's personal response to it agreed so yeah okay that's all the feedback i got all right um i am super excited for was that i don't think that was the guy they cast as rachel ghoul was it mm-hmm. was it mm, i think so oh whatever i don't care i'm just happy okay you can be happy. Like you're I, allowed to be happy. I love Rachel Ghoul as far as he was Rachel in Ghoul. the comics. I'm mean, not comics. Jesus, Rachel like I've ever read the comics. Um, from uh, Batman the animated series, and of course, like I like Ducard slash Rachel Ghoul from um, Batman Begins and all that. So I think it'll be fun. I just want drawn back. I also and not I have Harvey, week of assassins so. slash shadows. Oh, okay. I just but want I don't the Joker. Think the Joker is the ultimate villain for Bruce, and but we can't have the Joker peek into full Jokerness. No, without Bruce I, being in full Batmanness. I guess not. I just, I just want freaking Batman. Yeah, I know. I know. Enough of this backstory shit. Give me Batman. So yeah. And can I, can I just say, like, I was watching because uh, Suicide Squad has made its way to HBO, and I was watching it because it's a comic book movie, and there's some good people in it even though it's a shitty story. And we had the gratuitous Batman cameo, and I was like, oh, David's already a better Batman than Ben Affleck, and he's like 16. I know. I he know. He even has a better Batman voice. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh, it's Ben Affleck with a weird voice. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's all I have. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks.